we don't get it until we are able to look back and go, God, now I see what you're doing. You know, what the word of God says that we lean not to our own understanding, mm -hmm. but in all ways we acknowledge him and he will direct our path. And so that's the beauty of, of, of our God, of our father. When we get to that place where we can call him Abba, we can trust him beyond the things that we understand, beyond the things that we're going through and just trust him and, and know that he's right. not setting us up for harm, but he's really setting us up for good to work all things together for our good but most importantly, for his glory. That was the voice of Janine Hammond. Some of the wisdom that I was able to sit there and listen to uh, as we talked for this episode that you're about to listen. I'm Jim Mann. I host the I Am Healing Strong podcast along with Allie Powell, who is normally here. She's a busy woman, and this was like a... Well, we only had a day to do this one. And her lame excuses were she is cooking dinner for 50 college baseball players. Uh, now her son is a starting pitcher on his team. And her husband, he was a professional catcher with Major League Baseball. And, and now he's a coach and he is off somewhere. And, and then she's going out of town somewhere. I don't ask questions anymore. She has two phones. I only have one. So I'll say, okay, I'll catch you next time. So it's just me. So let's jump on into this. Here's Janine. Well, I've got the privilege of sitting down with Janine Hammond this morning, afternoon, evening, depending on when you're listening to this. But how you doing, Janine? Hey, Jim. Long time no see. Yeah, it has been a while. First time I met you, you were a bag lady. Have you recovered? <laughs> <laughs> No, she still shows up from time to time. <laughs> yeah, that was back in 2018 at the uh, at the convention there in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And uh, you did a great job, by the way. Thank you for that. Of course, everyone's like, who's this? What is she doing here? <laughs> no, people don't say that. But they do wonder. They do wonder, like, what? What should she be here? Does she have a ticket? <laughs> yeah, how she get in this building? But you, know, you, you commanded the stage, of course, and you did a fantastic job. Now, I understand you're originally from Louisiana. I am New Orleans, Louisiana. I grew up on Music Street. Go figure. No way. You're, is your whole family musical? Uh, my mom, my grandmother, um, not anyone else. That's, uh, yeah, isn't that interesting? It's five total, five others. Well, Everyone's brilliant in their own way. I just get to be the uh, peculiar one. Yeah, well, that's good. You do a great <laughs> job. I heard you yesterday singing on, uh, what was it, uh, a recording from Atlanta Live? Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to see some familiar faces and some precious friends and, you know, get a chance to really just uh, honor God in that way. Yeah. I don't understand this part. You're married over 30 years and you're like 35 years old. So oh, I don't what know. Happened? Add some more years, man. Look, I'm trying okay. to have more testimony. You know, there was a time <laughs> when I when I questioned if I would make it to a certain age. And I think the older that we get, the more, you know, God deserves some some whoop, some honor. Right. Because here we are. Yeah, he does. Two daughters and one grandson later. You're yes. here uh, ministering for the Lord. You're an actress. You're a singer, TV host, writer, director, producer. Oh, man, 
founder of Clay Creative Academy. What is mm-hmm. that? It's a mobile creative academy, and really it is designed to uh, really help to rebuild families. And so we support families and those who have a specific interest with uh, families and parents and children, really, really using that as an opportunity to create events for uh, their total well-being. You know, when we look at today, we, we not only uh, want to be well as adults, but we want our children to be well. And so we um, use that academy as an opportunity to do that. Wow. I think I heard you say one time, in fact, you might even said that when we were talking, when we met uh, in Atlanta last mm-hmm. year, year before, whatever, I think it was last at year. At Faith and Medicine Conference, was it? Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and to me, you were just, you know, you're in drama, so you're very, you're an extrovert, you're outgoing, <laughs> you're comfortable in your own skin type of thing. But but didn't you say that you're also, you feel awkward at times? And, Absolutely. Yeah. Most times. That's great to hear, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I want you to be held back or anything, but it's like, wow. So us introverts, we're not the only ones that feel a little awkward in crowds or whatever. not at all. I don't know if I am, um, you know, I think it's taken some years, right? We kind of grow and we become comfortable in our skin. And especially Mm -hmm. when we have this incredible walk with the Lord, you know, he really pulls different things out of us that, could potentially have been suppressed by our past and by negative experiences. And so, yes, me, I prefer to be home. I'm a homebody. I love just kind of hanging out at home. But the other part of me, the Jesus in me, kind of gets me up in front of people and out and moving around. And so um, that's the fun part. (laughs) That's great. That kind of inspired me when you said that, I thought. That's kind of nice because, you know, I'm more introvert than I am extrovert, but yet mm-hmm. I was on radio, so that's just kind of weird. Um, hey, and, I think and, you could be on TV, Jim. I think you're holding that. Well, yeah, there's that beautiful part of me also. <laughs> Not about that, but it's the weird part is, you know, I always kind of hold back until, you know, the mic is on, and then I feel obligated because I don't like, you know, uh, dead air. And the favorite part in radio was emceeing concerts, which is totally against my normal personality. But And the bigger the crowd, the better. And I've never been able to figure that part out, but I guess it's yeah. kind of like... Oh, that's true. No, I, I totally relate to that. The smaller, you know, sometimes it's a little uh, difficult and a little personal in your personal yeah. bubble space. But uh, yeah, I can totally relate to that. Yeah, when the faces kind of blur together, it's 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 a little easier, isn't it? I've kind of gotten used to looking people dead in the eyeballs. Ooh, I can't do that too. Well. <laughs> I, think, I think it's because, of course, I'm always just doing it during concerts. And so the energy is high and I just yeah, feed yeah. off of that energy. So yeah, yeah. that's it. Okay. We solved that puzzle. Let me check that <laughs> off. <laughs> that's so good. Now you are very much involved with Healing Strong. And of course, we're celebrating 10 years anniversary yeah. coming up in September out in yeah. Houston. So I throw that out there. Wow. But um, tell me how you get involved with Healing Strong. Yeah, wow. It's It's been a beautiful journey. I am. I was introduced to uh, Susie a few years ago. My goodness. Has it been seven years? I am not sure. Wow. It's been a while. And um, we immediately connected. And 
you know how it goes. Time passes and something comes up and we have additional chats. And so that led to me discovering not only her story, but healing, healing strong and really how it came to be. And so um, the opportunity presented itself for me to be a part of the the conference, the first live conference, I, I think. Was it the first one? I'm not even sure. Maybe the not one the that first I was one. I'm not yeah. sure. But anyways, live conference in Atlanta. And um, I just have such a special place in my heart for this ministry and for so many wonderful people. Uh, and um, there's there's nothing like it. So that's how I got connected. Uh, as you know, I'm a storyteller. And so this character, the bag lady, uh, tends to show up from time to time to remind us of some valuable lessons. And so um, she's probably my uh, teacher. <laughs> she's my yeah. teacher as well. I, I've learned a lot from the bag lady. And so um, so it's just exciting to be a part of the Healing Strong journey. Okay. Now you're going to be out there celebrating 10th anniversary? You know, it's interesting. I have heard about it. I need to get the details, to be honest. I've been traveling a little bit. So I was in Israel, and so I've kind of been out of the loop uh, a bit. So I'm kind of back and um, checking in. So I'm I'm definitely going to get the details because I would love to celebrate with you all. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the last weekend of September, 29th and 30th, oh, out in God. Houston. Okay. So there, I just thought I'd throw that out there again. That's but wonderful. let's go back to this Israel thing. You just came back from Israel? Or? I did. It was amazing. Oh, tell me about that. What, uh, yeah. what what group did you go with the group, I assume? I did. I had an opportunity. So I've ministered at a church in uh, with uh, Virginia for the past couple of years. And there's a new pastor there. And come to find out, he spent some time in New Orleans, Louisiana. And so the New Orleans mm. Theological Baptist Seminary hosts these trips for their students, um, I think once a year. And so he wanted his congregation to experience it and invited me to join them. So I got the best of both worlds. I got to be with my pastor friends and the church. And then I also got to be with the New Orleans Baptist Theological Baptist Seminary, which is where I'm from. And so it was really special for me. Yeah, it was an 11 day trip. And wow. so can you imagine how alive the Bible came for us? I mean, you know, like Healing Strong, we do those wonderful Bible readings, but imagine that you are actually looking at the field where uh, David slew Goliath. You're actually hmm. looking at the place where the man uh, who sat at the pool of Bethesda, you're actually on the Mount of Beatitudes. You're actually walking you know, and looking at the Calvary, you know, uh, area, Garden of Gethsemane and all of these things. And so it was just, it's amazing. There's so much to see, not enough days. I would probably go and spend a summer and just kind of hang out and soak it all in. Bethlehem, everything. It was just amazing. When I was younger, of course, I've never been older. That's kind of a dumb statement, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But uh, when I was a young lad, I never was never really interested in going to Israel. It just it didn't, I don't know, it just didn't interest me. But in the last couple of decades, I'm like, what is wrong with me? I think that'll yeah. be fabulous to see all that. And, and it, 
I'm sure it makes the Bible come even more alive. It, it's amazing. It's amazing. I have a dream from that. I said, you know, I'm, I, I plan on going back and, and oh my gosh, Jim, I got an opportunity to sing in some of the old theaters built by Herod, mm. you know, built by, you know, just these ancient grounds and to wow. be able to sing and have an opportunity to worship, you know, as a, as a, um, as, as a group was just amazing. You weren't the bag lady over there, were you? You know, I wasn't, uh, but I did pack her. So guess what? She made it there, but I packed her just, just to have her in Israel with me. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> just in case you needed her, right? Just in case I need, I was like, okay, I've got to pack the, okay, I'll pack her just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many friends. In fact, that. Went to mm. Israel this year or last year and like, oh, Why, so are you going to go? You should go. I want to. Yeah, let's right. do it. Come on. It's done. Right. Done deal. Maybe we'll take a healing strong group over there. I, oh my gosh, that would be amazing. I was going to, oh, that would be amazing. They would love it. They yeah. would love it. Do you feel safe over there? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, I did not feel any any threats of any sort. We felt safe. I mean, it was something getting used to people wearing, you know, machine guns, you know. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I think that our perspective and the proper perspective of the culture is, is different. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, so they're... we have a westernized perspective and then we have actually what's going on. So I think what's missing is we don't always get to see the true realities of what's going on um, right. in those countries. We kind of get the slim view uh, on the news. And so we got a chance to hear a lot about the history, uh, a lot about the ground, and they've done a beautiful job of preserving the ground. I mean, it's, it's abundant fruit trees, like fruit trees, mm. fruits and how they eat and how they take care of the soil and the ground. I think we could learn a thing of two. Okay, yeah. man, you're making it worse. I need to go even more. Yeah. Yeah, and it's probably the safest place to be on this planet since it's, mm -hmm. you know, kind of like you've heard the term God's country. I mean, that's... Right. It felt that way. It just... Literally God's country. Okay, I'll plan that trip. I'll plan it. All right, you're going to come back and go, Janine, this is the day I'm going. Okay, I'm doing that. I wrote that down. Now, um, back to Healing Strong. Mm-hmm. Um, did I mention we're celebrating 10 years in September? Just thought I'd throw that out again. <laughs> now, you, besides doing the bag lady at conventions and things like that, I know you're a prayer warrior. Uh, I remember you talking about that, doing a lot of prayer uh, with them. But how else are you involved? Are you a group leader at all? Or Well, what I do, I do. I am, oh my gosh, you know, there's so many titles, so many seasons, right? But <laughs> Yeah. Um, right now in, in this season, I work a lot with children and music. Um, I am a marketplace chaplain as well. As uh -huh. you said, I love prayer. So I also love call, coming alongside organizations to really um, help facilitate prayer, help get into uh, using prayer as strategy for vision and where people are and organizations are in their season. So that's act, that's happening as well. Um, I'm also part of a project that's allowing people to tell their stories. You know, we're talking about stories right. and I really believe that this is a time to 
you know, the word of God says what we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the words of our testimony. And so if we are never, ever sharing the testimony of our journey, then you have to begin to wonder, how is God being lifted up? How is he being magnified? And so right. I really feel a burden and a responsibility to gather the stories. Well, you know, God's like, I want my stories. <laughs> I want my stories. And so um, I'm a part of a project right now that's really beautiful in Pennsylvania where um, I'm helping people through um, a writing process, playwriting process, write their stories to perform it at the end of this year. So it's wow. pretty exciting. Now, of course, being in radio, like I said, everything is about stories. They really push that. Our right. consultants that come in, they say, you know, you know, there's a lot to radio, like there's to everything else, but it mm -hmm. all boils down to telling a story because people don't care what you sound like, what you look like. But when you tell stories, I mean, we're fact, full of them, right? We're full of stories. If I say something clever, you know, people think that's great. But when we have a caller on there and they're telling a story, you know, the listenership goes way up. We replay things on the internet, and those are the ones that people listen to the most just regular people telling their stories of something that happened. Or, and I thought, man, that's just, that's just phenomenal. I mean, it's ingrained in me now how important mm -hmm. stories are. And I read a lot of business books. I just love business books. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, and I'm reading one now called uh, Content Inc. And it's everything else boils down to stories. Business, everything boils down to a story. Right. Thought, well, that's why we love Healing Strong so much, right? You know, it, you know, it makes me think why. Because people are always looking for, you know, authentic connection. Mm-hmm. And when we think about the intersections of our lives, it comes through a story, you know, from from the time from where we were born to to the people that we know, to the experiences that we've had. You know, that's how we build relationship. That's how we get connected. And that's one of the things that I really love about Healing Strong in terms of the groups and everything that they do, because they are all about creating those connections through story. Right. You know, you and I know when we see things on TV. That's a script. That's a story. Everything. There's nothing that works in the world without a script. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. So. Yeah. And that's, that's the, of course, the backbone of Healing Strong. Uh, and of course, this is how I see it, is, of course, the support groups. That's what makes Healing Strong different from most of the other yes. uh, things because it's, it's built on the back of. Uh, support groups and you're thinking well i mean what kind of education do you have in there and all that's important but like i i lead a group in uh, greenville south carolina mm -hmm. and when i get some feedback from people i ask you know what is it you want you know what is the curriculum or you want recipes and, and they like all that stuff but every one of them says that what we like the most is hearing everyone else's story because mm -hmm. it encourages them as they're going through their own story, because they know their own story, mm -hmm. and but they love hearing other people's stories. And the and the downside of that is when we know our own stories, we feel like it's not as important as other people's stories. So true. So true. But that that's you know that's false because you know no one else knows your story like you do, and so they want to hear your story. And I found that out when I had my cancer diagnosis, and and I think God 
I've been thinking about that lately, you know, about my own story, which is coming up on seven years old now. Wow. Praise God. And, uh, and, and I watched the chosen. I don't know if you've been watching the chosen series. I just started. I just started my chosen journey. Yes. Oh, well, let me give it away. No, I'm no. <laughs> he heals people. Yeah. Um, he talk about healing strong. He's pretty good at it. Come but on. The things that, you know, I just, I'm all caught up. I'm ready for the next season, mm-hmm. but, uh, the thing, all the little goalposts in there that just makes you cry, just grabs your heart is when Jesus zeroes in on a person and they do that so well, they picked it so well, the Jonathan who plays the Jesus, he has that kindness to his face. Yes. And he zeroes in on whoever it is and like nothing else is existing except for that person. Mm-hmm. And of course they, they just crumble under his love and his attention. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is, that is uh, how my story is. And I'm sure everyone else's, but when I got the diagnosis, um, I don't know if I've told you this or not, but like I was at Disney at a radio conference mm-hmm. and uh, the lead singer of casting crowns which which is mark hall he had just gone through a cancer uh story and he was cleared mm-hmm. and so i just you know i got the call that day that i had a real aggressive form of melanoma and they kind of scared me because they sounded pretty desperate on the phone i was like whoa way to way to keep me calm <laughs> here at disney that it's supposed to be the happiest place on earth they said So I just mentioned to God, you know, in case he didn't know it, I said, hey, you know, Mark Hall's here. He just went through. It'd be really cool to just, you know, cross paths. But, you know, there are thousands of people there. And that very day, I come out of uh, the contemporary, and there was nobody out there, which is a miracle right there at Disney, to have nobody out there. And except for one guy sitting on a bench, Mark Hall, looking right at me. And it's just like, it was just like those points in that they depict in The Chosen. Like, God was just smiling at me like, hey, just want you to know I got your back. Love that. I know the details. I'm there with you. Amen. And then it just continues that whole week. I kept getting that smile from God. You know, not that he's going to like heal me instantly and pull me out of there so that I'm not bothered with any trials or deep Mm -hmm. valleys, but that he was going to be there with me. And yeah, I went through a pretty deep valley. Um, it was pretty brutal, pretty gruesome, the uh, the operation and everything. But the whole time I was getting smiles from him all along the way. It was just incredible. I was getting videos as I was they were putting me under for the operation. I was getting videos from different artists, you know, because of radio. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my goodness, what's going on here? It's just, but he made me realize that, hey, I'm not just another person on the planet. I matter to him just yes. like everybody else. And he knows yes. the details of my life. He put me together yes. and he created me and yes. he's got a purpose. And so you are a masterpiece, right? Ephesians yeah. 2, 3, right? We exactly. are masterpieces. And so it, the whole thing, like like you said, it just comes down to stories. And so mm-hmm. I feel like, well, I need to share my story because it does something for other people. And that's, God doesn't really need us to do anything. He wants us to work through us. I mean, he wants us to be a part 
of his story. Absolutely. uh, Absolutely. You remind me of the scripture that says Jesus is the author and the finisher of our Mm -hmm. faith. And so when we think about our story through the redemptive work of Jesus, we are God's script, right? To be shared, to be um, demonstrated. And of course, I'm always thinking about it from a stage perspective, right? You know, God is the director of our lives. He's the playwright, right? He's the one who has written our stories. And so it is a beautiful thing when we realize that he is in the details and that we matter to him. And we try to make it so complicated because we feel like he needs us to to do this and to do that. But he just needs us to be who we are. Absolutely. Because we're the only us there is. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's, yeah. And it needs us, you know, needs us in terms of, you know, just to do the work, like Jesus said, what it is my meat, it's my nourishment to do the work of the father. Mm-hmm. And so if we are going to model Jesus's example, then we too have to understand what our purpose is in glorifying God and that God wants to use every single aspect of our lives. There's not one area or season of our lives that is not important to the Lord. There's something he can always do to bring glory to his name through that. Yes. And I'm not trying to promote the chosen, but (laughs) (laughs) in watching that, it just gives you a different angle, you know, and lots of the stuff is just what they say plausible because Mm -hmm. they don't give all the details in the Bible, obviously of what's happened between this point and that point. But they're like, you know, well, you understand drama. They, they put a story behind it and that this could happen that way. It might not have, but it might have. But one thing I think is pretty true is all the disciples were just messed up people. Yeah, and we, like, we, yeah just like us. <laughs> yeah. None of them were like elevated. Real human beings, go figure, ordinary people. You remember yeah. that song? You remember that song? I do, yes. I love that song. So, so for those people. who may not know it, right, it's a... Uh, um, just ordinary people. Remember that? Yes. God uses ordinary people. He uses people just like you and me who are willing to do as he commands. Remember that? One of my oh. favorite songs growing up. Yeah, and it's so true. And it shows the disciples just iron sharpening iron because they're always fussing. And when you read the Bible, they didn't get it until Jesus died and rose again and then was gone. And then they're like, oh, that's what he meant. And, you know, that's when they caught fire and then went out and did their thing. But they were just, they were crazy people. And he picked them on purpose. Right. And it kind of reminds us of ourselves, right? We don't get it until we are able to look back and go, God, now I see what you're doing. You know, what the word of God says that we lean not to our own understanding, Mm -hmm. but in all ways we acknowledge him and he will direct our path. And so that's the beauty of, of, of our God, of our father. When we get to that place where we can call him Abba, we can trust him beyond the things that we understand, beyond the things that we're going through and just trust him. And know that he's not setting us up for harm, but he's really setting us up for good, to work all things together for our good, but most importantly, for his glory. 
So that's the exciting yeah. part of life. Yeah. And that's that's how I kind of see healing strong. I mean, it's groups of people coming together that are messed up. Because <laughs> most of us, you know, coming to those groups, we just got a diagnosis. We're scared. We're confused. Mm-hmm. Um, we think, oh, my gosh, we're running out of time. You know, I got to figure these things out. But we all just kind of come together. We don't have all the answers. But some have some answers. Some have others. And we all just kind of figure it out together. And then God just smiles at us. I love that. And this way. is why I love that the, uh, I, what is this? The what? How long has the Bible reading been going on? It's been just I a couple of years. I think we're a couple of years now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you say that, you know, for someone who is walking that journey, you get to the place of realizing that you cannot do it on your own. You right. Know? And so this is why I love the Bible readings, because here we have an opportunity to read the word of God, read God's script. And get an idea of his heart for us going through the difficulty of our situations, right? right? And so Healing Strong has done such an amazing job of being able to facilitate that, but also really reviving and pouring people, pouring into people who who really, really need it, you know, as they're walking through the difficult, you know, seasons of their lives. So I really admire that. Yeah. And people, when they come together in a group, they're going through a valley, and that's when they're most uh, susceptible or most open to what God has to say. So, and that's that's usually where we find God the most when we when we're out of control. We no longer we don't have the answers, right? And, that, and that's when uh, that's when God is able to actually get our attention. Amen. And then we take that right, and then God pours into us, and then He He lifts us up in order that we would become disciples and begin to reach other people and bring other people in and say, Hey, come over here. This is who I met. This is who I know. And, yes. and now those people can find hope and it, and it just continues to um, add to the kingdom, you know, people who right. can honor God, you know, and understand the depth of his love. So it's pretty amazing. Well, Janine, this has been great, but you seem to be all over the planet. Um, <laughs> I'm right be... here, Jim. I'm right yeah. here. Yeah. You now live in the Atlanta area, right? I do. Yeah, small little town. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> but how do people get a hold of you? Well, my website is uh, JaneneHammond.com. So www.Janine, J-E-N-E-E-N-H-A-M-M-O-N-D. And um, as we were talking, I'm just an ordinary person who pursues the heart of God and whatever assignments he gives me, I uh, muster up the faith and I just follow him, right? Which is what we're to do when Jesus shows up, we just follow Jesus. And so it's been an honor to allow, um, I'm just thankful for healing strong and I'm thankful to um, have a part of loving on this community and um, being loved by this community. I'm celebrating Susie and the entire team for this 10 years. It's remarkable. And I know that God isn't done. I really believe that God is going to continue to breathe on this ministry to meet more, more needs of more people. So I'm excited. And I look forward to maybe coming out there to Houston, Texas this year. Yes. And you just tell stories, whether it's singing or the bag lady yep. or... 
speaking or cre- uh, creating something. It's all about stories. I like all that. about the stories to inspire, to heal, and to transform communities and lives. So that's it. Yes. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time with us. Thank you for having me, Jim. It's great to be here. All right. Hopefully I'll see you soon. Okay. I'm sure <laughs> you will. What did I tell you? That was uh, that was beautiful. You can tell she isn't the drama. She's so smooth with, with explaining things. She relates everything to drama. I like that. I kind of related in some ways. I was on radio, uh, but I personally... I'm not into drama. Uh, lots of people on radio are, which makes sense, but I wasn't one of them. So <laughs> some things I've related to, some things I didn't, but we all come together with our gifts, and uh, God is using her in many aspects, as you can tell, and part of it is with Healing Strong. So it was a good time sitting down with her, and uh Normally, it's where I kind of make fun of Allie, but I'm not going to do that because she's too busy to even know I did it. So, you know, why do it, right? Anyway, I do want to tell you about the 10th anniversary that is coming up September 29th and 30th. It is at the Met Church in Houston, Texas. A lot of details are being nailed down right now, so not a lot of information uh, on our website about it. But as we get the details down, you'll be able to see that at Healing Strong. Org. You don't want to miss out on that. Also, when you do go to our website, HealingStrong.org, uh, we are a 501c3 organization. It's been around for 10 years. That's why we're celebrating 10 years in September. And uh, we rely on donations from people like you. Everything is available to you as far as being in the groups and getting all the information you need for free. Don't get me wrong. We're not putting any pressure on anybody. And if you're just recently diagnosed and you're scared and and uh, you don't know what to do, hey, take time to heal and get your life going in the right direction, whatever it may be for you. But once you realize, hey, this doesn't have to be a death sentence. There is a bigger world. There are more options for me than I realize. And uh, this, this fear is just the enemy's tool that very powerful, but it doesn't have to be. And then you start thinking, well, I, I need to give back. One way you can do that, you can go to the website and become part of the membership program. That's what I did. There are several levels. There's $25 a month and $75 a month. That's not a lot, right? And uh, that gives you all kinds of uh, different discounts and access to, to uh, e-books and webinars. And you can see what the uh, different levels there are at our website. And it's tax deductible if you live in the United States and you know you're given to a worthy cause, helping people to find hope when they feel hopeless. If you've ever been diagnosed with cancer, you know it's an incredibly hopeless feeling. You feel like you have no direction to go and you're just biding your time until it's over. It's not true anymore, kids. So let's come together and be a part of a group. If you need some support, which you do, we all do be a part of the group if you're not of one now you can go there and put in your state or your city and find out what the closest one is if there is one you can start your own or you can be part of a virtual community it's all right there healingstrong.org and listening to the podcast obviously you are right now 
We really love it if you give us, I've never talked about this, but if you kind of like, maybe give us a five-star review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, whatever you're listening to it, if it gives you an opportunity to give us a little rating and and, uh, a little, hey, pat on the back, we appreciate that. You know, it kind of helps us get out to more people so more hope can be spread around, right? And next week, hopefully, Allie will be back. She's more pleasant than I am. I know. Don't tell her I said that. Okay? I'll never hear the end of it. You've been listening to the I Am Healing Strong podcast. Every week we bring you stories of hope from people who are facing life-altering challenges and finding out that God has a plan for your life no matter what you're facing. It's all a part of the Healing Strong organization. To find out more about Healing Strong, go to their website at healingstrong.org.